Hello and welcome to Connect FCS Ed Podcast, where we talk about family and consumer sciences education. Each episode is geared to recruit, support, and retain the professional FCS educator. I am your host, Barbara Scully, and I want to help boldly celebrate families and careers with you. Hello and welcome back. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about new approaches in e-learning and how to become a resilient teacher. So back to school, it loomed over many of our heads with so many unanswered questions about students, families, and communities around the United States and the world. Educators having to pivot this school year and pave a new path in unfamiliar territory completely adverse to what the institution of education has always looked like and felt. But according to Brene Brown, who is my absolute favorite, I have nothing but the utmost respect for that woman. She encourages me. She inspires me. She enlightens me. I'm just going to put this out into the universe. Brene Brown, if you ever listen to any of my episodes I would be honored to have you come on and just share your stories of impact. I'm just putting that out into the universe. Maybe some goodness will happen. But according to Brene, there is no innovation and creativity without failure, period. As an educator, we are living in the most technology advanced time period in history. We are capable of taking on this challenge in restructuring our diverse and content-rich curriculum and make it accessible to any student, anywhere, anytime. When it comes to synchronous versus asynchronous teaching and learning, a Facebook study concluded that people would watch a live video three times longer than a pre-recorded video. Why? Because audience members feel a deeper connection to the program. It is live and they feel that they are a part of it. It feels authentic and people like authenticity. Not everything needs to be perfect. Be brave to learn something new. Dare yourself to take on this challenge. COVID is giving you permission to experiment and innovate new strategies, methods, and practices. Yes, our resources are being stretched. You will need to be mindful of your own mental health as we explore new possibilities. And I'm taking this on, this is my own challenge for myself because holy cow, I have been stressed and I have been stretched, but I'm learning to give myself grace. And if you need to have somebody tell you to give yourself permission to slow down, I'm giving you that permission. You don't need me to say it, but if you need somebody to, please give yourself and allow yourself the permission to slow down. Your mental health is important. We need you. Your students need you. Your families need you. So just remember, change is hard. When you mention change, most people immediately flinch at the thought, well, that's not how it's always been. (laughs) We can't wait to divert from what we've done in the past or our students won't make it. First, I must address that our students and our own children, yes, they will make it. That is our job. 
we and you know how to scaffold and differentiate. We will always do what is in the best interest of our students. Also, when you establish that trust and relationship with your students, they will rise to meet your expectations. Some will fall behind, but we will always catch them. Teachers are known for being the nurturers of humanity. I just have to throw in just this last week. We are a completely virtual school district and community right now. And I have to say, I feel like I let my own personal kids down. So my son, he's he's brand new middle schooler, 12 years old, sixth grade. He's learning Canvas for the first time, and he's really enjoying it, and he's really loving all of his classes. But as a mom, I didn't realize that he was not as technology savvy as I thought he was. So this last week, one of his teachers emailed all parents. It wasn't just saying, you know, your kid is not keeping up or anything like that. Just kind of giving everybody a heads up what they've been doing in class and everything. And I just had, you know, the thought, you know what, Gabe, let's have, let, let's do a grade check. So he, all of a sudden you see the deer, the headlights, <laughs> deer in the headlights look on his face. And he's like, okay. And he goes upstairs and he brings down his Chromebook and uh, he, <laughs> the poor dude, I'm sitting at the table and he brings his laptop over to me and he's like, and he told me, you know, uh, that it's like, it's not very good. And I go, that's Okay. It's all right. This is this we're in this time of learning. We're all learning. It's okay. And then all of a sudden, and if you know my son, he doesn't cry. He's very stoic. I think he takes after his mom on that one. But he <laughs> all of a sudden I see a little tear in the corner of his eye and and he goes, "I have all Fs." And all of a sudden I'm like, "Oh." Now my heart broke for him. And I'm like, and I quickly gave him a big swooping hug. And, and he's also not a hugger. So and he just was kind of leaning in on me and I'm hugging him. And it's like, and I'm telling him, reassuring him, it's okay. We'll get through this. It'll be hard, but we can do this. We can do hard things. And he's like, okay. And I go through his grades and sure enough, you know, all six Fs. And I'm like, oh, geez. And I ask him, I go, what happened? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I'm doing all of the work. And I go into all of the assignments in his canvas. And I'm like, well, it looks like you haven't turned anything in. And he's like, but I'm doing the work. I'm like, okay, well, go get your workbooks. Let's see what you got. And he brings everything and I'm going through each and every assignment. And sure enough, the boy has been doing all of his work. But what I failed to notice is that he doesn't know how to utilize his camera on his Chromebook. For the first time, the boy is using Google Drive. He doesn't know anything about that. So all of a sudden, I'm going, oh my gosh, I didn't prepare him for this. So I, you know, quickly I pivot and I'm like, okay, this is what we're going to do. So you say you don't know where your camera is on your Chromebook. And he's like, no, I don't. You go, okay. So. I show him exactly where his camera is on his Chromebook. And then all of a sudden we're taking pictures and I'm showing him how to crop images and then saving them to his Google Drive. And also, I don't know about you, but I'm kind of a stickler when it comes to naming the files. So 
naming each assignment, the name of the assignment, and then we do underscore and our last name is Scully. So type in Scully and save. And then we go and get into Canvas and then we upload to, you know, the correct assignment, what it is. And then we spent several hours just taking pictures, cropping, renaming, and then uploading. And it took a long time. I then got on his email for his Canvas account and I sent an email to all of his teachers just saying, hey, I am so sorry. I thought he was more technology savvy than what he is. And this is what he's, we've learned together over the last day. And also, I'm sorry for not checking in with him. As a mom, I feel like I failed him in that way because I was so hyper-focused on trying to get my students and try to get my own stuff taken care of because holy cow, it all like it landslided and I didn't know how to look at or stop and say, you know what? Students will be fine. I need to focus on my kids. So that was my experience. I don't know if you've had experiences like that. I'd love to hear if there's anybody else like that right now, because I could use some kudos and I could use some encouragement just letting me know like, yeah, we're in the same boat. Because honestly, I feel like an island at times when it comes to this kind of stuff. So that was my own personal experience this last week. Now, second. Change is hard, yes, but it's also inevitable. It doesn't have to be painful, though, or impossible. You do, however, need to set a positive example for those around you. Observe and listen, create new learning activities, explore solutions, and communicate. Communication, it's two ways, talking and listening. Share your perspective, explain your reasonings and your fears. Then sit back and listen to the input from others. Listen to hear solutions. Do not shut down and give in to negativity because that will only spiral you into a darker and more fearful place. Right now there is a article that is circulating Facebook right now uh, talking about toxic positivity. That's not what I'm talking about when it comes to being positive. But you do have to put on that positive thinking cap and just say, we will get through this together. There are a lot of people in this situation, and we're all learning at the same time. We need to create a resilient culture. So listen to hear but also share your own stories because that's the only way that we are going to improve our own learnings. So maybe you're a master teacher, a new teacher, or somewhere in between. The common knowledge that we all understand is that to become an effective educator, it takes time to develop. Being a teacher takes more than a passing grade on a skills test. Subject knowledge is important and idealism is great, but neither are enough to get you through a career in the classroom or a virtual one. Being a good teacher means reflecting on your methods and practices. Being open to self-reflection and honest critique is hard. 
But for me, over the past three and a half, now going on to four years, I have focused on certain areas that have helped me hone my reflection skills, thus giving me the opportunity to become a more effective and resilient educator. And this is how I'm embracing the challenge and hopefully inspiring many along the way. Words to define a leader aren't far off from the same words that might describe an excellent educator. Many of the same traits that are valued in a teacher are invaluable in a leader trying to create a better school or community environment. As teachers are the heart of the classroom, inspiring students' success, educational leaders are at the center of a community driving student, teacher, school, and even district-wide success. Lean on your colleagues. As a new teacher, both starting my career and moving schools, I have leaned heavily on my building professionals by asking questions and observing master teachers to demonstrate multiple instructional strategies, giving me new ideas how to bring back to my own classroom. Lean on your professional community for support. This gives you the ability to learn from one another. Second, build a network. There is never a better time for teachers to create their own professional learning community. With the multiple social media platforms available in today's modern educator, we are no longer limited geographically. We can collaborate digitally, transforming our teaching practices, share insights from their teaching experiences, and engage in collective problem solving. Social media allows us to connect not only to those we know, but also those we don't. In this space, we are able to share our interests and our passions. Having a digital space, we can share links, comment on educational research, debate, collaborate, and create new knowledge with individuals no matter where they live or work. Continued your education. The best educators keep learning. When teachers pursue higher education, they are learning better ways to teach discover new teaching strategies, and implement new project-based learning activities. I've discovered that continued education gives teachers the opportunity to step out of the routine and receive help they need to become better teachers and the experience to become effective future leaders for tomorrow. So please remember as you are moving forward in redesigning your classes, restructuring your content to teach, Vulnerability is the birthplace of innovation, creativity, and change. Be vulnerable. Join my FCS Tips community on Facebook, and let's build a more positive and resilient culture together. We are better together. Thank you for joining me today at Connect FCS Ed. In this podcast, we boldly celebrate families and careers by providing inspiration, support, and resources for teachers, students, and families. If you could do me a quick favor, please leave me a five-star review on iTunes. My mission is to get this out in front of as many people as possible to help educate and inform the community that home economics is alive and well. Each week, I will choose one special person to win some Connect FCS Ed swag. So be sure to add your name to the review and I will reach out to you if you're the winner. Thanks again for spending your time with me today and be sure to visit me at fcspodcast.com for past episodes and more gifts to help spread the word that family and consumer science is today's home economics.